Welcome everybody to the Nerdpool Podcast with the fat fool who loves Deadpool, your host, Jamie. The water's fine. Come on in. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Nerdpool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me. It's me. It's a J-M-I-E. Your 47,961st favorite podcast host. And as always, your Sherpa down the road of nerdiness. And before we get into today's episode, I just want to say we are still celebrating Multiple Sclerosis Awareness Month. I am still competing in the Walk MS Charity event April 14th. I am still asking for donations from anybody out there that can support this great, great charity. It's easy. Just go to the webpage. I will put a link in the description of this podcast. But for now, you can go to, and I'll say this even though just click the link because it's a long thing. It's main, M-A-I-N dot national M-S society dot org slash go to slash nerdpool walks. I know that is a long URL for you to have to type in and listen to. So just click the link in the description, please. Anything from a dollar up to $10,000. No donation is too small or too big for this event. Thank you to everybody that's already donated and pledged to walk. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about some news, some things that are going on in this this world of nerddom, in the the kingdom of geekdom, in the the plethora of I'm running out of adjectives, nouns, verbs, and everything. So we're just going to jump right in and start off by talking about Black Panther. But wait, 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 wait. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. You're saying, Jamie, Jamie, we've already talked about Black Panther. You've already told us about Wakanda, Wakanda forever. Why are we still talking about it? Well, because there's a few things that I need to say. First off, it is celebrating being the top grossing movie in the world. This movie, as of March 11th, and this is just from March 11th of what they're tracking, has grossed $1.079 billion. They have grossed over a billion dollars on this movie alone. There is only one other Marvel movie that was a standalone that did not have multiple characters in it. Yes, Civil War did over a billion dollars. Yes, Age of Ultron did over a billion. Yes, the Avengers did over a billion. The only other standalone Marvel movie with focusing on one character that has broke a billion dollars was Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3 broke over a billion dollars. And Black Panther has just shattered this. And it's still going. This is making all the monies. This is making... Wakanda type money and I can use that as a reference if you know about Wakanda they are they were the quote-unquote richest nation in the world that didn't let anybody know about it one billion dollars for this movie this movie is doing phenomenal and again yes the movie is good this movie has a great cultural following and I think that is what's helping it does this movie slow down any I mean it's going to start declining but again the fact that it's came out and for a month now it has been The number one grossing movie in the world, not just the country, the world, says a lot for Marvel. Marvel is making buttloads of money. Do you think Disney right now is patting themselves on the back for buying Marvel? I know a lot of people are like, why would Disney spend that kind of money to buy Marvel? It's a fledgling comic book company. This is why. 
because they are making all the money. They are taking everybody's money. And they are making us love it and worth it. So my hat's off to Black Panther. Again, I was never a Black Panther fan. Excuse me. Sinuses are a little messed up if I sound a little nasally. You know, I, that this wasn't one I was into. Not for any reason. It's just the character. I never could really get into the character because it was so hard to find the comic books. My hat's off to you, Mr. T'Challa. Because you are doing a phenomenal, phenomenal job. And yes, I said phenomenal, not phenomenal job at the box office and it is it's incredible so again my hats off to you t'challa my hats off to everybody at marvel kevin feige and everybody for making this movie for ryan coogler for directing this movie and for everybody involved in this movie moving on we are going to be talking next about good news for dc is that apparently it's being saying that the aquaman screenings have been getting standing ovations that that's that's a good thing aquaman i'm hoping to see aquaman I don't want to see Aquaman on land too much. I want to see the battles and the intrigue take place underwater because I think you have a a great chance right there of showing something that is unique to you and to do it before Marvel does it with Neymar. I, I believe that if you can do this underwater, but I don't want to see the having to talk in bubbles. If you watched Justice League, spoiler alert, which if, if you haven't seen it yet, then you then I don't care about spoiling this for you. When Aquaman talks underwater, there's a bubble that he has to be inside of to talk. I don't want to see that. That that needs to not be the case because that takes some of the it takes some of the 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 intrigue out of it. That takes some of the the umph out of him being able to talk to fish and be underwater. If he he needs to be able to breathe and talk underwater. You know, and I want to see Atlantis, and I want to see Atlantis look like a the Atlantis from Little Mermaid, and I I know that's a stupid reference to make, but I want to see that. I want to see this glorious kingdom. I don't want to see what we've been seeing that looks like a trailer park and moss covered ruins and all this other stuff. I want to see Atlantis, and I want to see it be this magical, majestic underwater kingdom. So DC, please give me that. Jason Momoa playing the cool surfer Aquaman, he was okay in Justice League. It was okay. Now, I can't deal with surfer Aquaman in the entire movie. He's got to be, he's gotta, he, they're trying to make Aquaman badass, and it it's kind of hard to do. I, I, bashing Aquaman, it seems to be the running joke with comic book fans, because it, it's it's Aquaman. He, he doesn't seem like he's the coolest kid on the block. But they, they're trying to make him badass. They're trying to make him seem like he's cool and he's popular and he's hip. You know, they want him to be cool, cocky, and bad. That's fine with it. And I'm fine with it. But I don't want to see Valley Surfer dude Aquaman. I want to see kick-ass, take-no-names, take-no-prisoners Aquaman. With charisma that Jason Momoa has. You have a good actor here You have who looks great and looks good in the part. And people like. So let's do this. Now they're getting standing ovations. The standing ovation thing, give or take, can be a little misleading because Justice League got standing ovations in its test screenings and it it was a bomb. You know, I mean, not a bomb. They've made money, but from the critic standpoint and from the fan standpoint, it wasn't as good as they made it out to be. So we'll have to see how that goes. But speaking of standing ovations and test screenings and everything, there's two other movies that have gotten test screenings that I've heard one of them 
was a movie coming out in two weeks, Ready Player One, which I cannot wait for, and I'm hoping to do a retrospective of this Ernest Klein novel they have turned into a Steven Spielberg movie. Um, I'm hoping to have some guests on to speak of that with you so you can hear other people's perspective of this phenomenal book that they're turning into a movie. But it has gotten standing ovations at the test screening. This movie should. This movie for nerddom and for geekdom is a... It should be an incredible thing to see. If you're an 80s fan, if you like 80s stuff, if you like 90s stuff, if you are a nerd, a geek, a dork, whatever, this book was made for you. If you're a pop culture junkie, this book was made for you. If you were just someone who likes good literature, this is a book for you. The book from beginning to end, it's like 398 pages, so it's kind of relatively short, but it gets straight into it, and it is an amazing book by Ernest Cline. He wrote the script for uh, Fanboys, which was another. Fanboys was a, a under-the-radar nerd comedy that was phenomenally done. I mean, it didn't go to theaters, and I don't know why, but it was a great movie, and if you haven't seen it, go watch Fanboys, and you'll see what I'm talking about. You'll kind of get the Ernest Klein feel to it, because he has a lot of pop culture and nerd references in that, but that movie is a Steven Spielberg movie, so the movie's not going to suck, but I will admit I'm worried about this movie, because everyone always says that the, if you hear that in the background, I'm sorry, that's my dog. Again, every time I like to record, he just likes to run around. Every time you, when you see these movies, everybody says that the oh the book was better. The, you know the book is better. Nine times out of ten, that is a hundred percent true. Uh, the movies, I understand some of the times in the movies, especially when a movie like this, there's a lot of intellectual properties and references to movies and video games and music and stuff that they might not be able to get, so they're going to have to work around it or insert other things i'm fully aware of that going in however i'm worried that they might try to change too much of the characters and might try to change too much of the story to fit into a two-hour movie and i really hope that they stick predominantly to the source material if you have to change a few you know movie titles or, or music something like that i'm fine with it but don't change the characters up that much and keep the story the way it is because the book is so well done. Again, I am really optimistic this movie's going to be great. I don't want to think this movie's going to suck. So we're keeping going forward. And I'm going to say Ready Player One, get ready to see it at the end of March, March 28th. Now, moving on to the second movie I was talking about is Deadpool 2. And this is where I get angry. Because I've heard two different things on this. One place said that Deadpool 2 got terrible reviews from people leaving the theater. That the test screenings went awful, the movie didn't work, it, the story didn't work good, there wasn't enough cable and domino and all this. And then two days later you see a story saying that Deadpool 2 got great reviews and people loved it. And it's funny and it's quirky and it's everything you loved about the original. Now, I'm speaking to Fox directly here. Do not mess up Deadpool. It took forever to get Deadpool 1 made. We made it, and it was awesome. And I say we because the fans wanted it, and we're the ones that helped you make it because you saw what we wanted. You made it. It was awesome. It was incredible. We got a Deadpool 2 coming, and I know it's not the same director, 
And I know that 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 makes me nervous. But I do not, do not repeat, do not want you trying to change the character from what made it work. Ryan Reynolds has a lot of input in this, and I'm glad because I think he really gets the essence of the character. I think he really enjoys playing the character, and I think he actually connects with that character. Now, the actress playing Domino, they changed Domino, and I can't be, I'm not too upset about it. You know, her going from a woman with completely white porcelain skin with a black ring around her eye to a black woman with a white ring around her eye. I'm not too pissed off about them changing her the way she looked. I'm just worried because I don't particularly like the actress playing her. Now, I don't know how much Domino's in it. She's she's a big part of the Deadpool universe. You know, she's a big player in the New Mutants with Cable. And I'm going to be optimistic and I'm hoping she knocks it out of the park. But that's the part that worries me the most because I'm not too fond of the actress playing her. Now, Josh Brolin playing Cable, I think that's I think he's going to do a good job. I, I really do. Josh Brolin, I've always liked Josh Brolin, and he seems to love doing these comic book movies because he's done a bunch of them from, you know, Thanos and Jonah Hex, and he's been in Men in Black, uh, which was a comic book movie. He's been in Sin City. You know, he seems like he likes playing these roles, so I'm, I'm okay with him playing it. But again, it worries me a little bit too that he's playing it because of the character. That if they change too much of the character and don't stick to the source material like they do with Deadpool, the movie could suck. Now, I am hope I am fully intending this movie to be awesome. I am fully intending to see this movie. I saw Deadpool one in theater seven times. I'm fully intending to see this movie at least fourteen times. That's probably an exaggeration, but I'll tell you right now: if I have to, I will make sure we get a Deadpool three. If I have to, single handedly. Make sure we get a Deadpool 3. Fingers crossed, the movie is going to be really, really, really good. Fingers crossed. Because Deadpool, again, is my favorite character. He's part of the reason why this podcast got its name, like I've said before. And the trailers for this movie look good. They are so incredibly Deadpool-ish. So we'll have to wait until April to see how it goes. Or, excuse me, May to see how it goes. I do think it's funny because... Marvel pushed up the premiere for Avengers a week or a week to they they said because of competition and because of other things this wasn't a last minute change they did this on purpose to get people talking about it but Marvel is going to I think they didn't want that 2 weeks later to have to run into Deadpool right away which is what they were going to have to do you know it was going to be Age of or excuse me it was going to be Infinity Wars, and then two weeks later, it was going to go right into Deadpool, and then another week or two later, it was going to go right into Solo, which is a Star Wars movie. When that happens, it's, you know, I I fully intend Avengers Infinity War to make a a buttload of money. It's liable to break the all-time box office gaining record. I would not doubt if it does. But they, it would have been a lot harder to do when you have that that, that monstrous Deadpool because Deadpool is going to make a lot of money opening weekend, especially from people going to see it because they like the original so much. And then you had Solo coming out, which is a Star Wars movie, which we all know makes money. So it would have bitten a little bit out of the Avengers apple. It would have took a little bit away from it. And I think that's Marvel saying, hey, we need to push it back. Consequently, what was really funny is the fact that because of that, 
Amy Schumer's new movie and the movie Rampage moved up their uh, opening weekend dates because they did not want to go head-to-head with Marvel Asian... Why do I keep calling it Age of Ultron? Marvel Infinity Wars, they did not want to go head-to-head with it. And that's completely understandable. Rampage looks like a good movie, but there's no way it was going to topple Avengers Infinity Wars. There's no way it was going to topple the Avengers. I don't care if The Rock's in it. The Rock, him by himself, is not going to take on the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is going to be in this. Now, speaking of Infinity Wars, they released the second trailer for Infinity Wars this past week, and while it doesn't do a lot, like it's not showing too much, again, they learned from Age of Ultron, and they're not putting so much in the trailers and releasing trailers every other week. They've done two teasers and two trailers, and that's it. This one, you get a little bit more of certain things. You get a somewhat conspicuous-looking cameo that's not really a cameo, and what I mean is... If you haven't seen the trailer, there is a part where it looks like Doctor Strange or someone is talking to someone who looks somewhat like Voldemort. Now, it's not Voldemort. You know, Marvel does not own the right to that. That is Warner Brothers and let, that is Warner Brothers owned. So that's not, you know, a thing, but it looks like it. And it's kind of become a meme over the internet that Voldemort's doing a cameo in The Avengers. And a friend of mine put tweeted out why is Voldemort in the Avengers uh, trailer and I said because fuck you we're Marvel and that's because Marvel I made the joke because Marvel's going to do what Marvel does and whatever they want to do to make money and if they wanted to put it in there they'll put it in there I mean they're not they didn't but if they wanted to they're going to it's Marvel now there is the coolest aspect of this trailer is the part where Thanos swings down and Captain America grabs the Infinity Gauntlet in his hands and you see a standoff between him and Thanos and him pushing trying to keep Thanos from pressing down on him. It is a cool little moment that again gives me goosebumps. It gives you goosebumps when you see it because it's something from the comics that we saw and we are getting to see on the big screen and it looks so good. Also we get to see Thanos wearing his headgear finally. Not looking like a bald reject Shrek. He looks badass in full guard with the Infinity Gauntlet and his helmet on. Thank you, Marvel, for listening and putting it on there because I was really worried that you weren't going to have him on there for some reason. That's the trailer. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Again, the trailer doesn't give you too much, but it gives you just enough to whet your appetite to make you want more and make you even more excited for this. Now, the events of Avengers Infinity War usually... You know, they always do an after credit scene for this movie. But a friend of mine, Chase, who you might remember from episode 10, uh, he brought up a good point when we were talking about it. And he said that he doesn't feel that we're going to get an after credit scene. That is going to be a preview for the Avengers 4, which comes out next year. Because they have shot these movies back to back. They have spent $1 billion filming two movies. They shot them back to back because they had to. So I actually think he's right on that. I think we're going to get to see a preview for the next Avengers movie at the end of this Avengers, which would be a smart play by Marvel to take the end of the hottest movie you've got this year and basically start the buzz for the biggest movie you've got next year. The Avengers are the biggest movie Marvel make. 
No matter what anybody wants to say, I don't care what you say about Black Panther, about Iron Man movies, Spider-Man movies, whatever. When it comes to the Avengers, that is Marvel's big guns. When you have all of your heroes on screen at the same time fighting a big bad, that's your big guns. Okay, that is your 50 cal Desert Eagle. Okay, that's what you bring. Okay, so why not start the buzz a year in advance to get people talking 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 because people will be buzzing coming out of that saying wow we just seen this and i can't wait to see the next one and they're going to go back and see it again they're going to go back and see it again and they're going to go back and see it again until you make two billion dollars off of one movie that's honestly what i think is going to happen hey again i can't take credit for that that was not my idea that's exactly what i believe is going to happen after it was told to me i was like you're completely right that's what's going to happen well guys i know i've rambled on enough uh, about stupid stuff and i know you're tired of listening to me ramble on about stupid stuff so, I guess I'll end this episode here. But, you can follow me on Twitter, at NerdPoolPod, and listen to my ramblings all the time, and all my rambling tweets. You can follow me on Instagram, at NerdPoolPodcast. I said that weird. At NerdPoolPodcast. And you can look at my beautiful face, see the beautiful quotes I put up, the pictures, the videos, everything having to do with me and my life surrounding nerddom. Or you can follow me on Twitch at Nerdpool Gaming and watch me stream video games and talk to people who hate me and love me at the same time. It's up to you. Or you can comment on this. You can like them. You can subscribe to them. You can share them if you're on Apple I Please leave me a review. Leave me a five-star rating. If you're on Stitcher, anywhere, anywhere you get this, leave me a good review, a thumbs up, a five-star, a comment, a review, a share, a like, a subscribe, anything you can. Help me grow this podcast by telling your friends, family, lovers, anything out there. Tell your pets. Put it on repeat. Listen to all my episodes. Just help me grow the brand up a little bit. Again, I please ask for donations for the Walk MS event I am doing. Um, clip the link in the description. If you would like to donate, any little bit helps. A quarter up to a million dollars, whatever. Thank you all for listening. For, for all the Timmy Changas and Tacos out there, that's Nerdpool for this week. So until next time, see ya. Oh, yeah.